Welcome to the Foundations of Sports, where it is our game plan to present positive sports stories and the people who lead by their actions. I'm your host, Chris Horrigan, and thank you for joining us. Today, we have Ray Traits, founder of AMRAP CrossFit, Division II college football player at Kutztown University, and difference maker in sports through his training and work in the community. We discuss his mindset in this episode and the path that led him from college football to AMRAP fitness. How did you create a team of coaches and athletes that make a difference? And what was the impact of two Navy SEALs on the way Ray trains, coaches, and mentors? He also tells us how one scrimmage while playing at Kutztown University set his foundation for what he calls work and achievement. So no matter what age or sport you're involved in, Ray provides great insight in this episode about how not only you can become better, but about how you can help others along the way. Sit back and enjoy the episode of Ray Traits. Ray, welcome to the Foundations of Sports podcast, and thanks for taking the time to come on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm very thankful to be part of this. AMRAP CrossFit strength coach, tell us about the journey that led you to where you are today. Oh, man. Uh, I was always into uh, fitness growing up. Uh, it was definitely uh, a very important part of our family. My father was in the service uh, the United States Marine Corps for 21 years, and he instilled a very strong uh, work ethic onto me. And uh, part of that was with, uh, you know, fitness. In addition to that, uh, I really enjoyed, you know, when I saw results and was un- wondering in my little brain at the time, you know, when I was younger, how can I see more? So it was kind of like, uh, I guess, healthy addiction and uh, getting into, you know, science and learning more about how to excel with uh, other individuals. So I kind of like took into uh, physical fitness and, uh, you know, physical education and education and uh, personal training and training myself, my, my family, and a lot of my friends. You talk about a work ethic, and uh, we've had many a conversation down at your CrossFit Fitness Center. But something that stands out to me about what you, Suzanne, and your team do is helping others, not only in the gym, but outside the gym. And you have a community there. And tell us about some of the fundraisers you and your team have been involved in, including your recent event with Giovanio and your dedication to help your, your dad's community, that military community. Wow. So here, like you said, it's our little community within a gym. Uh, it's more than just training. As you touched on, we're, we're here to build better individuals, not just physically, nutritionally, and all the rest of that uh, business. Just uh, we want to give back somehow, some way, uh, locally, on a global level. We want to help each other. The camaraderie is fantastic here. Uh, it's all about, uh, you know, seeing results somehow, some way, and sharing that with, with other people. So <clears throat> every year we like to host fundraisers uh typically in the summer it's uh oriented towards children and uh what we do is um we we try to raise money somehow some way so we did st jude's hospital we did uh children's cancer research uh we did uh hackensack university medical center 
uh, for for children. Um, and also in the past, we did uh, Crohn's and colitis for children. And in this past year, we went on globally, even close, uh, New City, uh, to Juanio, which is a nonprofit organization that helps out uh, students um, or kids and young adults with uh, disabilities. Um, and it feels good to, you know, be a part of something that I, that helps other individuals that really, really need uh, help more than, let's say, myself, you know, it's always good to um, look back and say, hey, you guys remember the time where, where we raised money for Juanio and Hackensack, how much fun we had, and we raised, I don't know, for Hackensack, we raised like $10,000, which was awesome. And uh, it feels good to be a part of something that you are helping somebody in dire need. You talk about the impact of team, and it's just more than just a workout. It's more than just a wad or getting a heavy day in or cardio day. It's that feeling of you're doing something, you're helping yourself, obviously, when you go work out. But then you guys take it a step further. And like you said, the different events that you have going on there. And you also have something that is very poignant, is that you do certain workouts in memory of, of certain individuals. Tell us a little bit about that, Ray. Absolutely. Uh, we, well, for myself and my wife, we're very grateful for, um, you know, guys and women who sacrifice a part of their life that they'll, they'll never get back for, you know, us and our freedom. So, Every Saturday, we do a dedication workout or a hero workout in honor of people who gave the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom. And, you know, there's a lot of people who kind of forget or, uh, you know, they, they don't understand how much, you know, sacrifice was involved in it to, to be at one of the most wonderful countries on the planet you know we have a lot of benefits that other countries just absolutely don't have the ability of doing you know and it's thanks to all this bloodshed and sacrifice from these guys and women past present and those of them that are interested in the future too so hats off to them and god bless all those uh servicemen and women another very important topic that we hit and it kind of you know carries on to what you were just talking about is their dedication and service but we've had many a conversation about mindset and you just posted something on your instagram a quote that said you can have results or excuses not both tell us about how anyone can benefit from that yeah. simple quote right well this pretty much says it's right there in the plain english you know you could make excuses on, yeah, I wish I was faster. I wish I had more money. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. Nothing is going to happen with you making any excuses at all. You just, just nothing will, will, will come out of it. In order for you to see results or see change, you have to change yourself and you have to do things. This it could deal with like your relationship. It could deal with, uh, your 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 business uh 
raising kids, you know, you have to get uncomfortable to see results. You have to get into those conversations that you're trying to avoid. You gotta, you gotta get into that, that grind, uh, what I like to call it and, uh, make things happen because if nothing, what I tell a lot of my clients also is like, nothing will equal nothing. If you're wishing to, to do a certain movement in class and you never practice at it, there's not going to be a miracle overnight where you automatically have this skill set and you can do it. It's never going to happen that way. You have to put in the time, put in the effort, and, and just grind it out and, and get it done to, to see the results that you want to see. Like you said, there's no miracle. You, you got to put the time in. Um you have a phrase up at your gym and, and when you walk in and I want to give our audience kind of a visual of when you walk into your facility is it's just not a bunch of weights. It's a training center, but also a place where you can learn where you're part of a team and you have a lot of inspirational quotes all around the wall, flags hanging from the ceiling. Absolutely. But you have a quote that says it's one word. It's from Jocko Willink. And all it says is good. Yeah. And that one word. Good. That's good. absolutely correct. It's not a perfect world. It's not a perfect life. And, you know, life just could take you in one way or another, good or bad. In a game, let's say you're an athlete or in your relationship or in your business. And it, it's not going the way that it should or something you have a major catastrophe good you know hell yeah now i'm going to learn from this and i'm going to grow and i'm going to be a better person i'm going to be a better business man or woman and be a better father or mother Uh, i'm going to be a better athlete because i learned from these results and people know from failures that that's how you learn and that's how you grow as a person and if you're always in this you know this, this imaginary world where everything is perfect and I'm never, you know, getting uncomfortable, never tested or anything like that. You're never going to grow as an individual or an athlete or, you know, get better in your relationship or be a better parent. None of that stuff is going to ever excel. You know, if you're comfortable with where you're at, then by, by all means. But anyhow, anyway, you could always seek an improvement in, in yourself. Absolutely. And you're a very positive person, right? And I know you instill that in your athletes, in your family, and and everyone you come in contact with at AMRAP and and Vision Fitness. But describe a situation where you were doubted, Ray, and and you were told flat out, you can't, it's not going to happen. And how you turn that into a positive and kind of how we piggyback on what Jocko Willink's quote there, good is. Tell us about that one situation. Well, it kind of like culminates. There's several different scenarios in my life where that happened. You know, uh, growing up and we, we were, oh, well, not too well off, but we weren't pot. We were in poverty either. You know, I always said in my mind, you know, I'm going to make something out of myself. I'm going to play, you know, professional football, which didn't happen, but I was pretty damn close. And, uh, that doubt where people were saying, yeah, you're too small, you're, you're too slow. It's not going to happen. But you know what, what beat that into my brain? It was, um, 
just having this strong work ethic and, and then just putting it in my mind that there's no one out there that's going to outwork me. No way in hell. And that work ethic really, really paid off significantly. And it still is today with um, just being a standout in terms, uh, here's a perfect story. You know, uh, my first year playing college football at Kutztown University, we were, you know, having a scrimmage in this one old school coach. He, he didn't even coach me, he coached the secondary. He, uh, he said, if all of you guys, he's speaking to the team, had half the work ethic that traits had, I'd take that over any of you. Because talent is never going to be hard work, ever. And that, you know, pushed me to the next level when it came to, like, business or whatnot. Because uh, there were some people that were doubting me, too, in terms of, like, AMRAP starting my new business. I said, you know, there's too many around, and you're not going to make it, and you're not going to be successful. And you know what? I was like, step up to the plate. And uh, I'll, I'll prove you wrong, you know, so uh, I'll work harder than anybody else around. And you know what? I'm still doing the same thing, waking up 3.30 in the morning and getting it in and just trying to balance my life and be a good uh, husband and father at the same time and give everybody what they what they need. So it's it's not an easy thing, but you know what? It's, it's paying off. Hard work always pays off. The right mindset always pays off. And you mentioned you played football at Cutstown University. Tell us about that, the direction of your life, how that was affected by playing there and playing with that team. Well, I was blessed to be recruited to, to play football because uh, it was either signing up for the United States Marine Corps or... <laughs> were being recruited to play football. Now, going off tangent a little bit, I tried to enlist in the, the service a couple times after college, but I got a job right away. And then I think like I think four years ago or three years ago, I tried to enlist again to be an officer because I just want something I wanted to do. And they turned me down because of my age, but they didn't know the type of person that uh, they turned down. So that was kind of a turnoff because uh, I'm in pretty good shape for one and, and I had the desire and want to serve for my country too. But uh, back on the subject of, you know, playing football, it, the whole thing was work ethic. I wasn't the, the, the brightest or sharpest stool in the shed. You know, I was like above average student. And I knew once I got to college, I had to turn it on and, uh, I didn't go easy. You know, I took 18 credits. I took summer courses. I took winter courses. I wanted to graduate on time. And the whole thing about work ethic and time management developed in college because I had I had to make time for everything, you know. My scholarship was limited. I had to pay my own way through school, you know. Um, it wasn't an easy thing. And any free time I had was dedicated towards, you know, let's, let's try to make some money. Let's try to better yourself. Uh, I still found time to, to train, which was part of how I made my money, you know, training. And <laughs> I was cutting hair in the in the dorm room hallways, you know, Friday night to make money. And it was, you know, it was an experience, but uh, it was it was fun. And the uh, the whole football thing was being part of like a like a good crew and, you know, getting uh, experience at that Division two level was 
definitely a, a plus. Like I can't, un, you know, it, it was just a blessing. Totally. And something that stands out there is you, you found the time to train, right? And you made it work and you apply those lessons uh, every day in what you do. And I know you, you teach that to your athletes. Let's shift gears a little bit. You've had interactions with football players, athletes of all sports, obviously the sport of CrossFit and the Open Games. Give me four athletes that represent what AMRAP Fitness is all about, the character, the values that you'd like to have a steak dinner with after a good training session. Wow, that's just, I looked at that question and I, I don't know how to answer that in, in, you know, in terms of athletes, because, uh, there's, there's just so many standouts out there, you know, let's say for example, you know, Jerry Rice, you know, he, he ran hills. So he threw up, he, he caught bricks and he did things that other people just weren't going to do. Um, you know, Michael Jordan, he's like one of the best basketball players that would ever still hands down. There's no, he's untouchable personally. And, you know, people like that, like even not even CrossFit related or sports related, you know, the, the, the King or Godfather bodybuilding, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the guy, I don't know if you know the story, but he snuck out of basic to go on in, as a stowaway on a train to do his first bodybuilding show. He, I mean, he sacrificed a lot of stuff and, to get into big trouble. And he came back back, and he, you know, uh, had to sneak back in into base, but he won, you know, and he told the story and he thought he was going to get kicked out and all this other stuff. But uh, he got a lot of recognition for for doing what he did and he didn't get in trouble and he sort of finished out his time but that story itself man that was like when i heard about that i was blown away couldn't believe that um but most of the highly elite crossfit uh games athletes those people they 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 dedicate a chunk of their life and granted some of them are gifted but the work ethic is definitely something that um, that stands out with several different of them out, uh, different athletes out there. I mean, you got to understand like they're getting up early, they're training like two, three times a day. Their nutrition needs to be on par. They're on with their uh, flexibility and trying to recover. It, it's a it's a full time job, and it, it's way different than any other athlete because there's different areas of that CrossFit in, incorporates, you know, Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, uh, kettlebell stuff. You, you have to run. You have to be able to swim. You have to be able to do a lot of gymnastic movements. You got to be able to walk on your hands. There's a lot of things that, that are all incorporated that a lot of people are like, uh, you know, that's never going to happen. But you, you got people that are, man, they're deadlifting well over 500 pounds and they're running 5Ks under like 20 minutes. and in walking on their hands it's, it's unheard of you know so we are what i'm talking about we we're talking about crossfit are just totally changing the whole realm of fitness and sport now and it's it's amazing the one common denominator there is is work ethic amongst everyone you mentioned different sports different things 
Jerry Rice, if you saw a documentary with him, his first year he struggled in the NFL. He was dropping balls. He wasn't running the routes correctly. And he came from a small school and he was doubted. And to see what he did, and you mentioned how he ran those hills. I think it was out in California there by their training facility. And he was the best conditioned athlete on on his team up at almost to the point when he retired. And it just showed the little things and the work ethic. Michael Jordan, I'm a Knicks fan. But Jordan, in terms of what he did, not only on the court, but during the summers. And I remember that they made a big deal of the fact that Jordan wasn't a good three-point shooter. He wasn't a good defender. And he would pick one thing over the summer, and he would work at that on top of his regular game every single year. So by the time he had about eight or ten years in the league, all those deficiencies or those weaknesses became strengths. And that is the thing that you're talking about with the CrossFit athletes is they might not be able to walk on their hands or deadlift, say, even 200, 300 pounds. But it's the daily work that you put in and the mindset and everything we speak about and what you spoke about today is reflective of, of, of what goes on with these athletes. Absolutely. It's all about, you know, putting your mind to something and, and putting all your energy into it and just making it happen. But, you know, that's, that's what it comes down, down to. And a lot of people, you know, these professional athletes are people that were successful in their life they failed several times. They, they went through some serious hardship. They, they weren't, you know, well off in the beginning of their life. Like they went through some serious, serious stuff to, to get where they are today. You know, you talk about hardship and serious stuff. When I mentioned the name David Goggins, what's his effect on your mindset on how you coach and train, right? He, uh, he's got the same mindset that pretty much, I've been living with, with my, my whole life. You know, you, you, you limit yourself mentally. Everybody does it, you know, Oh, you know, it's too hot or, you know, I can't lift this weight or, uh, I don't want to have this conversation with this person. I'll just avoid them. He mentions that when you get to a point where you want to quit, you're, you're, you're only working 40%. And that is definitely just, something that stands that jumped out when I, when I heard that from him, he is an amazing guy. He's done things that people would even think about, but it's that, that, that struggle that people want to avoid. People don't want to work hard. People don't want to, they don't want to grind and they don't understand that when you get through that grind, you're going to be okay. You're going to survive. You know, there's, you're not going to die. There's nothing negative is going to, come out of you pushing yourself all right it's 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 all going to be positive stuff you're going to be better regardless of what situation you're in when you push beyond where you're comfortable with you know that could go with relationship it could be with your business it could be with you know raising kids it could be with any of those situations totally it's something that every athlete, and like you said, even in business, anything, you, you have to believe first. And then it starts from there. And then being able to push yourself and certainly extremely important in, in sports and in life. Right. Your family. Tell the audience the importance of them to you. <sighs> so uh, family, just like, uh, well, just like 
my direct family and my my gym people here they're also my family so my direct family they mean everything to me and and, you know people understand when you when you start to have kids your life shifts and you know everything is about them but what i'm trying to do is is be a positive role model for my son and my daughter show them under and understand uh the work ethic what i was talking about most of the time during this this show um you know doing better for for other people giving back to the community um just making smart decisions the the whole getting uncomfortable piece you know i'm at a, a point in my life where you know my my son is like not liking the suck <laughs> so i have to teach him and then talk about it like hey you know nothing bad is going to happen if, if you do this you know like you, you, you he's a swimmer and when things get tough he kind of slows down and whatnot and i tell him like listen in, in order for you to get better then that's that's the perfect opportunity for you to to turn it on to to, to go and uh i went to a, a certification once uh, old school you know original crossfitter greg armandson he he mentioned and he talked about everybody's got these two dogs inside you you could feed either of them there's the dog of courage and then there's the dog of fear and whichever one that you feed you know could take you in one direction or the other so every time you're in a situation you want to think about which dog you're going to feed and that kind of really resonated with me too so you know i could help my son you know think about that when i talk about talk to him next and you know like i said you know the family i do everything for them and i uh, try to make time for them which is kind of a reason why i'm trying to build a, a more of a staff here so i could have some more free time with my family because right now it's pretty crazy i'm more or less the lone wolf uh working here but i got uh one staff member who does uh you know the weekends and i just was blessed to run into this one gentleman who um is going to be starting an internship with us uh hopefully in the next few weeks so hopefully he'll build on that and uh it's pretty crazy because he served the navy and we were uh giving the opportunity to vets who served with post-traumatic stress because exercise and nutrition helps significantly with uh those people the, who suffer that unfortunateness uh PSDs you know so we're trying to build that up it's a prime example how sports and training can play a positive role in the future right then and there giving opportunities to people uh especially you know our military personnel finishing up ray we're going to call this the, the lightning round here if this is the fourth quarter if this is a football game what are your goals for the future my goals for the future is to uh get my training staff here and build up a a night program and hand the ball off to some people uh, my staff members and have them coach a little bit more and me develop more uh, special programs here to help people, more or less people who are suffering with uh, chronic diseases to kind of get them in the gym. Uh, I'm trying also to reach out to special populations, like I mentioned before, uh, people in the military who suffer post-traumatic stress disorder, 
uh, I want to also uh, help people with uh, disabilities of somehow mentally to help them, preferably younger children because the exercise helps with that. Uh, we want to get a strong referral program with uh, doctors, chiros, physios, massage therapists, acupuncturists, and, and work with them. Uh, plus, on top of that, <clears throat> I want to target a new market of people just to get our name out there a little bit more because a lot of people don't know about us. Uh, you know, waiters, waitresses, hairdressers, nurses, um, people in the service uh, field, just because they have an audience all the time um, and give back to them by offering them some, some free training and maybe they could help me out in the long run. Uh, but the whole thing is just this whole bettering myself. It is just a, a daily thing that I want to kind of focus on doing, you know, and obviously in the future, spend more time with, uh, my, my, my family and book a book vacation. Cause I don't remember the last time I was on vacation. <laughs> Yeah. Gotcha. Well, let, let, let's uh, bridge that. So when you do get that vacation, you do get the day off. Any sports event, right, that you like to attend in any location, who is playing and who are you tailgating with before the game? Wow, any sporting event. Uh, I, I'd love to go to a professional football tailgate. I only went to, let's say, a college one when I was in college. Uh, and, you know, just hang out with people. I haven't been to a professional football game before. Uh, I've been to the Yankee Stadium and was lucky enough to have those uh, legend seats. So that's that was awesome. I couldn't believe what you got with those tickets. That was crazy. But, um, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was cool. It was definitely cool. But anything, you know, uh, I haven't been to a professional hockey game yet but uh that would be pretty cool to see the guys on the ice and stuff like that because um you have more appreciation for athletes you know you see their hardship you see the time they put in and when they compete and throw down you got to think about all the time and effort and practice that they did to get there you know and at that professional level that's been happening for years years of their life you know so anything <laughs> anything live like you said it's totally different perspective yeah. when you're there live and absolutely i mean I, one thing yeah one thing that sticks out in my mind is just going to the olympics i've i've never experienced and you could just there's a whole bunch of like sporting events that are there that you could walk and see and just you know watch that's a little bit different than you know Football, basketball, you know, baseball, and all, all the other sports. The common denominator with, with that is not only the Olympics professional, it's the journey, the time they put in, the work ethic, the film study, the, the mental and physical part of it. it it's definitely um, something that's reflective of what we're trying to do at Foundations of Sports and certainly what you do at AMRAP uh, CrossFit is teaching the little things each and every day, and, and that's what it's all about. Right. What do you want to leave our audience with today? Uh, work hard. If, you're, if you're, you're younger and you're trying to figure out something in your career, do something that you love and are passionate about because you want to go and to work every day and love what you do. 
you know, I, one thing that I'm blessed with, I love my job. It doesn't feel like work sometimes, but, uh, you know, I'm getting older now and I'm looking at the clock when I wake up and I'm like, damn, I go, it's freaking early. I wish I could sleep in a little bit more, but once I get here, it's game on, it's fun. I mean, I'm giving back to, to people. People are seeing results. We're having a good time. And we're, we're, you know, we're fighting chronic diseases and having fun doing it, you know, like, you can't get any better than that. You know, you're bettering your body and it it feels good, you know, on this small level, you know, on a larger scale, we're we're having these charity events and giving back that way. And then just trying to find better ways to reach out and help other, other people, you know? So, uh, pretty much that's, that's, that's it. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Trades Training. You can find me on Instagram, Trades Training. Uh, you can go to amrapfitness.com. Uh, that is me. And uh, we'll be, that's pretty much how you could uh, reach me. Excellent. Ray, we also want to say congratulations. You finished 23rd in the world in the CrossFit Games Open in the Masters Division. And that is reflective of everything you teach, everything you coach, and it's reflective of your actions and how you live every day. So we just want to say congratulations. We also want to thank you for your time today. Stay strong, and as always, best to your family. Thank you so much, and I appreciate it. I'm uh, honored to be part of the show. When you walk into AMRAP CrossFit, the first thing you will see when Ray is coaching is his concern for others. He genuinely cares about each of his athletes. He has a passion to learn and grow, and that is passed on each and every day. He has a positivity, and to go along with his work ethic, this is a great example for all coaches in any sports. And the work and the events that he and his team put together for various causes are the backbone to how sports can make a difference in a positive way. We thank him for coming on the show. And thank you for taking the time to listen to Foundations of Sports. We have a big news and great announcement. Our show has been added to Spotify and iHeartRadio. We're really excited to be added to these platforms, which provide more listening options for everyone. And if you like this episode or any of the other previous ones, please send the link to a family member or friend, subscribe to us, and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We greatly appreciate it. You can find us on our website, foundationsofsports.com, on Twitter, Foundation Sport, and the social media platforms, Foundations of Sports. Next week, we welcome a lacrosse coach making a difference in the lives of his players and helping to grow the game around the country. We will see you next week, and as always, best to you and your families.